Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It will cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted, otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and new celebrity has endorsed any aspect of the show. And welcome out to episode 274 of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. And this episode is brought to you by audibletrial.com forward slash good, bad, geeky. Over 180,000 titles to choose from. Audible. Get an audiobook and a 14-day trial today. Packrat Comics is also a sponsor. They're also the uh, hosting site of the It's All Been Done Radio Hour, which you can visit at itsallbeendonradiohour.com. And immediately following that on the second Saturday of every month is the Good, the Bad, and Geeky live and edited. So please check out It's All Been on Radio Hour. And of course, check out PackRatComics.com. And finally, Ultimate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, UTMNT.com. So uh, today's show is, uh, is not a normal... is not a normal show necessarily it is a show that is really more acting as a um, as a companion piece to the Christmas episode for those who don't know uh, this is really more of an extra behind the scenes of the Christmas show for those who do not have the GBG app this is really more beneficial for you guys if you're interested in the GBG app it's a dollar ninety nine just FYI, I don't want to sit there and mislead you that, oh, hey, um, it's not needed, but, you know, if you like some extra behind-the-scenes stuff, then this is really up to you. Uh, that might be more up to your to your liking. Uh, the GBG app is $1.99. If you look us up, GBG app or Good Bad Geeky app in the iTunes store, you can find us there. Android Market, I think if you just type in Good Bad Geeky app in the Droid Marketplace, you should be able to find us, or GBG app. Is uh, it also works? I'm told. So, uh, so why this episode? So, I, part of it is I want to provide slight commentary on 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 the Christmas episode. I also want to throw out there that the GBG app is where you can get extra bonus content features, such as an episode 273, which is our actual 2015 Extreme Christmas Extravaganza. We have the PDF of the third third draft of the script, and then. You also have the uh, you also have the the word document of the program of the show. So and and I think that's pretty awesome. But we had some extra audio that we couldn't con- uh, add to the app for that, and that's why it's being added here. And also, I thought I'd throw in some funny commentary and all that to the Christmas show and some extra behind-the-scenes uh, stuff. Uh, one of the things that I really love uh, doing the Christmas show is uh, it, 
it is a nod, and also GBG Live has helped with this. Back in the day, the No Name Show was really started by me and Nathan, and then uh, Jimmy and I, because uh, Nathan was getting peer pressure, I think, from uh, his friends, um, his other friends outside of Jimmy and I, about doing the show. So he stopped doing it as much on top of his schedule, which was going to be really uh, heavy. Uh, back now, I think he, he was starting to work his second job at the time. He then proceeded to really uh, uh, sort of step away from doing the show with us. Jimmy stepped in, and we started realizing we were talking about geek stuff, and that then became the good, the bad, and the geek. We renamed the show and all that. And we would do sketches. Nathan would occasionally crop back up and all that. But really, uh, the show, I felt, hit its stride when John joined. and I, Because then it just wasn't the sketches and the geek talk. It was also music sketches geek talk and and um you know uh, jimmy and i both really love doing the musical stuff as well and i think it, it hit its stride because it there's something more personal about doing it with someone playing the music than doing it against a live track at least that's my opinion uh that's completely my opinion um but uh and this episode was really great because we got john back um Every year for the past few years, I've asked John to come back, and I think John did come back for one episode, but it, it, it felt like you're twisting somebody's arm to get him to come back. Um, and, you know, we joke on the show that he's in podcast come, but the fact is, you know, he's very busy. He run, He's a manager of a restaurant chain. He uh, has two kids and a wife, and uh, both of them are, are very wee, wee young'uns. So, yeah, of course, you know, that, that it's, it's priority. Um, but that's really the only time we ever got to see John, you know, outside of that. So there was a part of me that was very honestly like, oh, this is a bummer. We don't get to hang out with John anymore um, because of that, really, um, besides an occasional Facebook post here or there. So uh, this la this year was actually, and no joke, was the last year I was like, you know what, I'm not going to invite John anymore just because... I'm not. I'm. I'm just being naive about the whole thing, and I always get my hopes up. And then John, he he does. And this year, he actually said yes. And then he said, you know what? He would be really excited to do one next year, um, or maybe a few other live shows. So that is pretty awesome. That was not something that we planned on um, doing. And there is a, a a joke in the third draft of the script where we had, being that we had John, we had we were going to try to have Gary, but Gary uh, just wouldn't show up to rehearsals, so we had to we had to cut it. I'm not gonna try to rehearse something and throw something in there for someone who doesn't show up, um, sadly, which sucks. Um, he had some personal matters to attend to as well, but uh, at the same time, um, he was also, he was a no-call, no-show. And at that point, it's just like, you know what, no, you gotta, um, that's the problem with doing things with friends and stuff like that, is that you have to sort of be an asshole. Um, for if you do have the GBG app, you can listen to me be an asshole to John, Nathan, and Jimmy. Um, I, I love directing, but I hate it as well because I feel like um, I have a shitty memory and uh, I can't remember some of the directions I've given previously, which is very, you know, ironic. And, um, yeah, and, and also sometimes I have to be a dick. One of the things that I remember, it's not in the, the extra audio recording that's on the GBG app, but... Um, as a matter of fact, you might hear him talk about those. Like, I'll play keyboard. Nathan's like, I'm going to play keyboard during this one song we did, uh, the uh, House of Gold, uh, a cover by 21 Pilots. And uh, one of the things that I really, really loved was doing that song, but I also didn't want to rehearse it um, without an instrument there. 
and Nathan's like, well, I can go home and get my, my keyboard real quick, um, or it's in my car, we'll, we'll go ahead and, or I let, no, the final dress rehearsal, he didn't have the piano, the keyboard, and I was like, well, if you don't have it, we're not going to do it. He's like, well, why? And I'm like, I don't need to rehearse, John doesn't need to rehearse, Jimmy doesn't need to rehearse, and I was like, well, I need to rehearse, I'm not going to, and he tried to spin it that, you know, you are not a good person, you're not a good musician, or whatever, and, and I'm honestly not, you know what I mean, that's not my, that's not my major, I didn't finish college for it, but I think I'm, I'm, I'm dangerous enough, you know what I mean, I, I, I know my way around to be dangerous with, with some stuff, um, but still not anywhere near John or, or Nathan, and, and Nathan's, uh, and this goes into a conversation Nathan and I have had before, which is, you know, Nathan feels better than everybody, so he doesn't have to rehearse, um, which is, you know, I, I just don't, I'm sorry, you know, you rehearse, you rehearse. Um, it was compounded by the fact that our narrator didn't have a sound effect, and uh, he left his sound, one of the sound effects at home, and I said, that's fine, and Nathan, I think, was a little bitter at that. Um, this is kind of stuff that, you know, we have to deal with when we're doing the show. Um, and, of course, my logic there being really, at the end of the day, is that when we do rehearsal, in the dress rehearsal, I can still hear some type of sound by Seamus going beep, boop, boop, or whatever. And then with the keyboard, though, Nathan is singing. I can't hear him make something up on the keyboard. Um, and I want to rehearse it how we're going to rehearse it, not um, or get close to that as possible, not... And we won't, and that, that was the other thing too is that dress rehearsal we wouldn't have another chance to rehearse the song or anything at all. So um, one of the big things in the show too is if you read the third draft of the script is that uh, uh, you know outside of dealing with the frustrations of working with your friends sometimes and and, and I, I'm sure that uh, uh, you know Jimmy has. Pro I'm not saying this is for sure. I'm just saying there are probably times I frustrate him just as much as a cast member in his show. Um, but, you know, I, that's what I'm saying. It's always tough working with friends sometimes is that you do have the, that every once in a while that person that comes up and, and, and crashes or conflicts. Um, sorry, I just wanted to specify that. I didn't, it, it probably come off like I was shitting on Nathan, but I mean, I'm just saying that's some of the frustration you have to deal with when you're working with your friends is that, you know, um, you have different ideas and personalities that come up in, in clash, and and at the end of the day, Nathan, uh, joking aside, will be very open to whatever. But that's the one thing he was not really happy or open about. And uh, you know, you have to, you have to, as a director, writer, executive producer, you have to deal with that in a productive way. Um, and of course, Nathan knocks it out of the park. If you listen to the show, he's hysterical. So, you know, potato, potato. Uh, in the Rocky and Boinkle stuff, or the Boinkle's Poetry Corner, um, there are three sections to the Poetry Corner in this show episode, in the Christmas episode. Originally, it was supposed to contain Rocky, but um, I might have mentioned this before on the show, but I hate having it be where, especially if I'm doing it live, you know, when you do it, record it, um, you know, and you can edit as you come and go, you can make it feel like a more natural conversation. Um, but literally, it's like if there's a microphone in front of you, you're going to the left side of the microphone going, Hockey smokes, Boinkle, what's going on over there? And then you move to the right one real quick and go, I don't know, Rocky, what's that over there? Haven't I seen that fellow somewhere before? And then you move to the center of the mic and you go, Hello, Moose, and you're just, and it's, it's, it's taxing on the vocal cords. It takes the believability away from the audience, and also it feels like it's the Nick show. And, and 
um, one of my big things about Good, the Bad, and the Geeky is, especially when we do sketches or, or the Christmas show, is that my friends are very talented. Nathan is very funny. Jimmy it, has great chemistry with Nathan and John, and is also himself very witty, and also um, is great with his writing. Um, and then you have John, who's a wonderful musician. Nathan's a good musician too, but Nathan's really funny. And then uh, the talent of Shane and Sam. If I can get my friends uh, and Seamus too to get recognized, then I and I can help help them with that and help go along for the ride. That's really what I I get off on and I enjoy. So um, yeah. I don't love it to always be. And to be fair, I have an ego. You know, I have an ego, but it's it's. I, I like sharing some of that with everybody else, uh, and not taking all the credit necessarily. Even though my ego is going, don't fucking say that. Take all the credit. Take all the credit. Um, yeah. So originally, Rocky wasn't supposed to be in there. And I didn't want to do Rocky, but no one else could really do the voice of Rocky. So um, one of the benefits of having, I think, like six to eight rehearsals was we almost kind of like Saturday Night Live got to whittle, I think we whittled down, like, I think 12 sketches down to like technically six or seven, not including musical numbers, and really honed that down and found out what worked, what didn't, and we improved it as we went along, right? And that was a lot of fun to do. Frustrating, I'm sure, for the cast members because it took up a lot of their time, but it was very beneficial in that regard too because of that. Uh, excuse me. One of the things that one of the things that is really, um, you know, fun was trying to find ways to. Uh, keep Shane, Samantha, and Seamus um, in the show. Because look, even though it's Nick, Nathan, and I's show, or the Nick, Jimmy, and Nathan show, and of course, in some ways, John, you got to give them something to do too. John's focus will always be the music, you know, in that regard, because that's what he super excels at. But then, what do you, what do you do with some of the other stuff, right? And, um, and how do you keep them involved? Like Shane is is Professor Why Not. As a matter of fact, it's one of my favorite parts of doing um, the uh, Why Not Green is he gets. I love his professor, and Jimmy does a really good uh, Doc uh, Doc Green. I really love. I really love that a great deal. Um, it 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 warms my heart. So uh, yeah. I, so, so anything I can do to, that was a challenge this year too, was giving them parts that they can really sink their teeth into. Um, and Jimmy's a good barometer too, uh, doing the It's All Been Unreal, uh, I don't mean to speak for him, but I mean, after conversing with him, what I take away from, from, from our conversations previously, and this is my opinion of what he's saying, is that he's got a lot of, uh, good sense of what works, what doesn't work. And matter of fact, one of the things he'll do during one of my, during Why Not Green, when we have our writing sessions for Why Not Green, because it continues past the rock out business, is, you know, uh, am I bored? Am I not bored? Does this work? Does it not work? What's the focus here? What did I take away as an audience member reading that, etc.? cetera? Uh, speaking of Why Not Green, and we'll end on this before we, uh, uh, you know, because I don't want to ramble on too much, is, um, yeah, is Why Not Green was originally supposed to end the rock out business, so the episode probably would have been actually an hour, 15 minutes, but um, I, I I took Jimmy's advice, and that was one of the biggest frustrations during the Christmas show, is we had to cut down a lot of things, um, and one of those, of course, was was Why Not Green. It got, the pilot was broken up from two, two-parter to a three-parter. 
um, which will air in January. Um, so, yeah, but and, you know, that's the that's the fun and frustration. And I will say this: the Christmas show at when it was said, said and done, um, I was jonesing from it a bit, but I also was really upset because. Um, we missed a lot of cues, and I felt the same way with the all, It's All Been Done Radio Hour that night, too. I just felt like something was a little off, people were missing cues. Not that we performed any less better, but as a performer and, and as a writer, executive producer, you're just like, and, and, and you know, do not judge lest ye be judged. And uh, people, I, I'm going to judge because I'm judging myself, too. I missed two cues during the GBG show. Um, and I helped cover some other cue misses during the, you know what I mean, uh, during All Been Done. And, and you know, it, it's just really, it, it's interesting, right? Like, usually uh, we've not had any cue misses and it's All Been Done Radio Hour. And so, um, you know, that is absolutely phenomenal, right? So, yeah. By the way, I, if you hear the, the buzzing, my phone's going off because Jimmy just um, told me that uh, apparently we're going to be featured in the local uh, dispatch, um, the Columbus Dispatch, which is the major Columbus newspaper here in Columbus, Ohio, for the It's All Been Done Radio Hour, which is phenomenal. So, guys, I mean, it's pretty cool. Um, and on that note, I think it's, it's, it's good to, you know, sit and rest there. So if you have the GBG app... Um, you get some extra bonus content of John, Nathan, Jimmy, and I rehearsing and practicing music, catching up a little bit, and goofing around. For those who don't have the app and you're interested, it's only $1.99. Check it out. For those who don't have the app and don't want it, that's okay too. I understand. But we hope you enjoyed some of this behind-the-scenes malarkey of the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky podcast. And uh, thank you for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. And a wonderful new year. We'll see you in January 2016. Something. This is a happy place. What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what song is that?